At Cool Air Products, we developed AC Smart Seal Quick Shot with professionals in mind. It's the only product on the market that's three in one, with sealant, lubricant, and UV dye all in a single application. It's non toxic, non flammable, 100% safe to the touch, eco friendly, and compatible with all refrigerants. It's a safe solution option, backed by years of R&D, Intertech tested, and has sealed millions of leaks. AC Smart Seal, the professional's choice. Happy Labor Day to all you hardworking techs out there. You guys should all be giving yourselves a pat on the back for being such hard workers. This weekend is your weekend to relish. I have today off, and I have Tuesday off. So I'm in a great mood because I made myself a little mini vacation. I'm going to head up north uh, to my trailer with the family, enjoy some beers, some barbecue, some campfire. Love it. So today on the podcast, we have a special guest. And I say special because it's a first for the HVAC Know It All podcast. It's the first female guest that we've ever had. All right. Her name is... Ariel Burton, all right? She lives in Sudbury, Ontario, and that's where she hones her skill as an HVAC tech. She's still an apprentice, but she's working towards getting her license, which will be happening soon. But you'll, you'll hear that during our conversation together. Now, I love to see all these females getting into the trades. It's very refreshing to me. A few months back, it might have been last year, I wrote an article uh, on a uh, woman. Her name was, or her, her name is Julia Ballantyne. She's out in Vancouver, uh, British Columbia, Canada. Now she's doing some great things out there as far as empowering women in the trades. And you can read that article at hvacknowitall.com in my Wall of Fame section. I got three articles in that Wall of Fame section, um, and one of them is on Julia. Okay. Um, Facebook. There's a couple of Facebook groups. There's Windy City HVAC and there's Women of HVACR, I think it's called. I'd have to check that name. But there's a couple of Facebook groups that are um, specifically for women uh, getting into the HVAC trade. Now, the other day on my closed Facebook group, if you guys aren't a part of um my HVAC hub powered by HVAC Know-It-All and you're on Facebook, you guys need to jump into this group. It's a closed group. You got to ask to be invited, but myself or one of the admins will gladly accept you in if you answer the, uh, the little question. Okay, there's about 18,000 people in that group and it's great for technical support. You get the odd asshole in there. Yeah, that's life, but it's great for technical support. So if you guys aren't part of that group, hop into it. And ask your questions because you might get support faster than calling the actual tech support line of the manufacturer. But anyway, there is a, uh, a woman on there that made a post. And she owned her own company and she was over the age of 50. And the amount of comments and likes she got, the respect, a lot of the comments were just respect. It was awesome to see this. And, and this lady had been in the trade for, um, I think she said 1999. So quite a while. Over the age of 50, still rocking HVAC. So coming up on this podcast, you're going to hear Ariel, and we're going to talk about a bunch of stuff, okay? 
Ariel's coming up right now. This is the HVAC Know It All podcast. I'm your host, Gary McCready. Well, you know, it wouldn't be a podcast if I couldn't spread the love to my sponsors because I do love the fact that we work together. It makes all of this so much more worth it. I help them spread brand awareness. I help them spread word about their products and they help me out. So it's a, it's a give and take relationship. And that's the way any relationship should be give and take. So I can't say enough about them. Testo, digital manifolds, three, one, six dash three leak detector. They're all the rage. Everybody's picking them up. Everybody's buying them. Yellow jacket. Now, Yellow Jacket, I, I have a little um, YJ LTE recovery machine, and I've put liquid to that thing, like no tomorrow, and it takes it. it. takes it like a beast. It's got a purge function, so when you're done recovering refrigerant, you can purge the refrigerant out of the recovery machine, which is a really good feature. Um, a lot of you guys don't know, but they have a digital torque wrench. Now, mini splits. And, and VRF or VRV units are, they're going in like, like hotcakes these days. And, and all the manuals, they have the torque settings for their, their flare nuts. So the YJ digital torque wrench allows you to torque to the value that the manual states. Really good tool to have if you're doing a lot of mini splits. Refrigeration technologies can't say enough. Nylog, come on. No other, no other thread or gasket sealer on the planet like it for the refrigeration industry. Wet rag, big blue soap bubbles, Viper pan and drain treatment. I mean that that's a very innovative product right there. So you guys should check that one out. Viper pan and drain treatment. Um, then we got Armstrong. We got we got Armstrong pumps. They're innovating the um the world of pumps with their new design envelope pump it's got a vfd um, controller right right on the thing attached to it it's got the tango version which is two pumps with one inlet one outlet so you don't need to pipe two pumps and have them separate separated by piping in parallel anymore you can do it simultaneously with the tango pump so you guys check those out design envelope the design envelope tango really innovative product uh, Field Pulse, they're allowing you guys to go wherever you want to go and send invoices. You know what I mean? Invoices, quotes, work orders. You can do it from anywhere on your couch, in your work truck. You don't have to be at the office to do them. You don't have to fill out manual work orders anymore. So guys, check out Field Pulse. They're giving a free trial at fieldpulse.com forward slash HVAC know it all. And that free trial is for 14 days. So it gives you a good amount of time to check it out and understand it and get used to it before you have to start paying for the service. True Tech Tools, can't say enough. We're allowing you guys to save money on tools. And that makes me happy because everybody loves tools in this trade. And we all work hard for our money, right? So when we can save money, that's great. So 8% off your tools at True Tech Tools with promo code KNOWITALL. The only thing is we can't use it for fluke and FLIR products, all right? Testo products, 
as mentioned before, you can save on those, but there's a different way of doing it. You have to sign up to get preferred Testo pricing on my, on the homepage of HVACknowitall.com. There's a TrueTech Tools logo. If you click it and answer the, the two questions that are there, and once you sign into your TrueTech Tools account afterwards, you'll see preferred Testo pricing. There won't be uh, this pricing and then preferred pricing, two different prices so you can compare. It'll just be the preferred pricing. Okay, so if you sign out and you go look at that same product, you'll see it at a higher price. You sign in, go look at that product, you'll see it at preferred Testo pricing. So guys, those are my sponsors. Spread the love. Go check them out. They have they all have great products to offer this industry, and I wouldn't work with them if they didn't. I hope you guys enjoy the rest of the podcast. Let's carry on. Hello. Hey, Ariel. How are you doing? Good. How are you? I'm doing good, although like normal at this time, I'm exhausted because my household is full of nut bars, but... Yeah, I can. I feel that. <laughs> that that's that's living the dream. Well, yeah. my, my my dream anyway. I don't know whose I don't know whose dream it is, but it's 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 my dream. Nightmares can be dreams too, right? <laughs> yeah, that's that's how I live my life. <laughs> so, is this the first podcast you've ever been on? This would be the first one. Yes. Awesome. Okay, so we're gonna break you in. Uh, we won't be too mean to you. Uh, okay, so there's gonna be a lot of. You are the first. Let me congratulate you. You're the first female tech to be a, a guest on the HVAC Know-It-All podcast. Woo-hoo. So congratulations. And there's going to be a lot of guys listening that's going to want to know a lot about you. <laughs> but gentlemen, we're going to keep it HVAC related. Okay. So, Ish. Ish. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, where, where are we going with this? <laughs> so, so listen, um, how did you get started in the trade? Because there's not a lot of females in the trade. There's more coming in. Um, which I really like because like you get on Instagram and Facebook and all these social media um, sites, you see more and more coming through. And there's also a couple of sites, uh, I think they're US based, a couple of Facebook groups that are based solely on women getting into the trade. So um, it's happening more and more. And uh, tell us your story about how you jumped into the HVAC trade. Well, um, I had uh, been, I had just, had my son and I was needing to go back to school I had been working uh, construction for a while and it was just not something I knew I didn't want to continue doing okay Um, so I was it's really set on a a mining engineering course all right actually what I originally planned on doing Um, with that I had I didn't have the math from high school the credit math that I needed to get into the course so they had offered me uh, pre-trades at the college to basically kind of fast track me to get into the course. Can I ask you well, what can I ask you what college that was? At Cambrian College. Cambrian. Where is that? Um, in Sudbury, Ontario. Sudbury. So that's that's where you're based out of. Yes. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Go on. Yeah. So um, I had taken the pre-trades, and in that part of our class that we had to do was we had to pick four different trades 
that we were interested in and go sit in a few of their shop classes and their in their written classes as well. Okay. Um, and through that, I had kind of been on the fence about a couple of different things. And once I went and actually sat into their into their shop classes and did a few of the things, I was like, I don't want to do this. And I really enjoyed the HVAC shop was I, I really liked it. I enjoyed the work. So I started asking a few of my friends that were in the trade. Um, and my uncle, who's based in Collingwood, has his own business. And so I had chatted with a few of them. And I kind of just went for it. And uh, and here I am. And I'm very, very glad that I did end up in the trade. So your your uncle owns a business in Collingwood. That's cool, because I'm only like half an hour south of there. What what's the What's his business called? Um, Hank Sandyman, I'm pretty sure. Hank Sandyman. Yeah, Hank Sandyman. Yeah. Okay. He works I've... with a couple of different guys in the mm-hmm. different trade carpenters and things, so they do a little bit of everything. Gotcha. Yeah. Cool. So what what about like you were in the shop class and and it sparked your interest? So what were you doing in the shop class for it to kind of grasp and, and get a hold of you? Um, it was actually the sheet metal. <laughs> oh, was it the sheet metal? It oh, was man. the sheet metal. I know it's funny. Um, I really like the sheet metal. Little did I know once I actually got into the trade that <laughs> sheet metal doesn't like me so much. But um, that's I enjoyed working with it. I liked it. Um, I liked the fact that you were a complete grease monkey. I mean, we do get dirty, but it's not all the time completely head to toe covered. There are those days, but it's not too, too bad. Like I can go pick my son up from daycare and I don't have to go home and change first. Usually. So when it comes to sheet metal, I'll tell you right now, I've been in the trade. So I started in the trade. I went to college as well when I was 18, right out of high school. Okay. I'm, okay. I'm 39 now. And so that's, that's 21 years that I started. I've been in the trade yeah. and I completely suck at sheet metal. You give me a pair of tin snips. I will, I'll, I'll have like five cuts in my hand within an hour. <laughs> I guarantee it because, that's- because, because I suck at it. So that's good. Like, do you actually do sheet metal still, like, at, at, at your place that you, you work From at? time to time. Okay. From time to time. I'll so, do transition, like, just minor sheet metal, metal work, transitions, things like that. Um, I so do you, duck you cleanings can, frequently, so, I, I mean, I, I cut holes, holes randomly, things like that. So you can build transitions? Yes. Wow. Yeah, you're, you're way ahead of me. <laughs> <laughs> Because I just I just get like uh, what do you call it joist liner and I kind of bend it and make it. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't say my my transitions are that pretty, but they they get the job done. <laughs> so do you? So when I guess when did you step out of school and actually join your company? Um. Well, the I graduated for going on four years ago. Um, and I started as a maintenance technician for a, another company in town that I was working for. Okay. Um, and so I had started there. It was okay. I, I didn't mind it, but I was just, I was solely maintenance. I wasn't allowed to do anything else. Um, I had voiced that I wanted to try different things and venture out to do. So you can't do that. Or uh, we don't think Ariel can do that. And I didn't really like that. So a couple years in, I ended up two, well two years two years ago now. I switched companies to another company, um, and from there, I uh, the first day they said, "Well, you want to do a little bit of everything? We're throwing you on installs. Go start installing." So I and they ever since then they 
whatever comes in, they throw it at me and I go and do it. That's, that's really, that's really cool. And I'm going to tell you a story about when I was an apprentice, I, I was like, I, I felt like a failure as an apprentice because everything I touched would, would break or blow up or, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. it, it really was that way for me. And, and I'm like, what, I'm, is this trade good for me? Like, should I be doing this? But every time I blew something up, I learned from it. Right. Yeah. And yeah. I didn't, I didn't know back then that I was actually learning. I just thought I was failing and I was failing yeah. miserably. But my boss said to me one day and he's like, he's like, I really don't know if this is working out. And I said, what? He goes, you working here. And I said, well, you know what? And, and I got angry because all I did was follow techs around and be, be their little dog that went and got parts. And once in a while, they'd, they would say, yeah, go fix that. And that's when I'd blow something up. And yeah. I'd be like, you never really, you haven't given me the chance to, to, prove, do, to, yeah. to prove myself. I said, why don't you give me some things that I can do on my own to prove myself, right? And yeah. because I stood up for myself, um, he liked that. Right. I, I fought, I fought back for myself and he liked that. And he gave me the opportunity to start doing things on my own. I still, I still mess things up. I still blew things up. I still fried motors, but yeah, it was part of the learning curve. Yeah. It was, it was few and far in between at that point, but I was progressively learning. But if I didn't stand up for myself that time or that day when he was saying to me, this isn't a fit. Yeah. I, and I just said, okay, I would have, I would have been fired and I would have walked out. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I, I guess I created my own destiny by standing up for myself and fighting back. So anybody that's listening, if you guys are in the same boat, you guys need to stand up for yourself. If you feel that you have the confidence and you feel that you have the ability and the potential to do it, cre- yeah, to do it. Exactly. So the company you're at now, are you, you're doing service as well or just install? Um, I'm mostly service now. Um, and I do light installs kind of whenever, if we, if they, one of the, one of our install crews needs somebody, I'll run over and give them a hand. Or if there isn't that many service calls for the day, I'll get thrown on an install to go help the guys out. Is it residential or commercial of a mix? We're a mix. When I first started at the company, we were mostly commercial. Yep. Um, being a small family owned business. It was tough to do just commercial, just having commercial clients. They were, they don't, you know, maybe pay their bills on time or they, they always fight about the cost and everything. Um, it was a bit of too much of a headache. So we switched mostly back to residential and we kind of have our few select commercial clients that we work with. Okay. So what, what type of work, like what kind of service work are you doing? Like everything, AC, heating, yeah, everything, any boiler systems, whatever comes across in front of me, I work on. That's really cool. So, um, what, what? So obviously, you have your gas license if you're working on gas-fired equipment, right? Yep, yep. I okay. have my G, I'm G2 OBT2 and doing my 313A apprenticeship. Awesome. So, when do you think you'll be done your apprenticeship? Um, soon. I have my hours in now. Um, we're I'm just kind of in the process of starting going to write my license so like when I was doing my apprenticeship um, there's a couple of schools out in the Toronto area um, one being George Brown and the other being Mohawk College so you being you being up in Sudbury what what school do you go to for your your basic your intermediate and maybe I should explain this because there's people in other parts of the world U.S. probably a lot that don't 
maybe understand. So we're in Canada and when you're in Canada, especially Ontario, and I don't know if the other provinces are different. I have no idea. Maybe you do, but we do a five-year apprenticeship. And during that apprenticeship, we do uh, two month blocks of training. We do a basic and intermediate and then an advanced. So have you gone to your advanced? We have. Yeah, I will be, well, we'll be going um, in uh, the next couple months. Okay. Um, we, the Cambrian actually just started, uh, um, supplying that uh, or allowing that. Cause the only we had, it was either Toronto or Ottawa that we had to go to before. Oh, uh, okay. Um, and then two, two or three years ago, it was right after I had graduated, <laughs> they redid the entire HVAC shop. Actually, they gave them an entire building at the school. Wow. So with that, they had the ability to be able to bring on the AC apprenticeships to, to, for the schooling. Okay. So they had just started that. So I was actually allowed to stay in Sudbury and do my apprenticeship while working at, and doing night classes. Wow, that's amazing. So, yeah. I mean, you're doing all this and you have, a, uh, you have one, one, one son? Yes, one son. Yeah, okay. So when you were doing your, when you left for Ottawa or, or Toronto, which, which school did you go to when you did your intermediate and basic? Ottawa. Ottawa. So did you have to leave for two months and leave your son behind? Yes, yes. But yeah, I did. <laughs> so that must have been really difficult on you. It was very difficult. It was very difficult. I'm, I came home for weekends, but it's, I mean, maybe it's not the same, right? When yeah, <laughs> mom's no, not there. Exactly. Yeah, so I, like, I would say about, see, my oldest son is nine. So when he was, was, when he was a newborn three months after I had to go on a course in Ottawa as well. Um, it was a reliable controls course for like building automation stuff. Yeah. And I had never been away from home, uh, without like my family for more than a day or so, you know what I mean? Yeah. So we had to travel and go for a week and my son was three months old and it, it killed me and it was only a week. So I can't even imagine being away for, what, eight weeks just coming home on the weekend? Yeah, yeah. So, it was tough. Yeah, so, so I mean, good good on you for sticking with that and, and creating this destiny for yourself, you know what I mean? Yeah. That, that, that's awesome, and more people uh, should have that kind of drive, and hopefully, male yeah. or female, people that are listening to this, that, that's drive right there. That, that means you're driven to succeed in, in what you're doing, so... That is, that is completely, that is completely awesome. So what is your favorite part of the trade? Do you like to like, tell me what you like to service or like to install the most? What's your favorite? Um, I would say I like to, I would probably boilers. Mm-hmm. I, do, I do work, enjoy working on boiler systems. Um, yep. I think they're really neat. Um, and the new boiler technology nowadays is, is crazy and it's amazing. Um, what type of technology are, are you liking? Um, I really enjoy the the IBC boilers, just the communication that they allow, um, and the, just the different setups that you can use, and the efficiency wise, they're they're very tech friendly. Yeah. So they're they're nice and easy to work on. Everything's right there. It's not a headache if you have to change a part out, things like that. It's it's nice and easy. You're not tearing the whole boiler down to change one sensor, one flow switch, something like that. It's it's all right there. That's that's good. Yeah, yeah. More and, manufacturers and the, should do should do stuff like that. Yeah, and the, just the programming in them is amazing. Like the, is how you can set them up and just all the parameters, everything you can do with them is they're they're really nice. 
So when you install one of those, do you have to get a commissioning agent out or can you commission it and just send like the report back? You know what yeah. I mean? That, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I can do that. I do everything pretty much. We do, okay. we do have, um, we do have them as well that they go out and do their own. But uh, if, if a tech's on site, then we do it. So for me, you know what I like for me, what I love doing service, right? I, I hate, and I hate installs. The last <laughs> install I did, it was, it was murder on me. I, I like, <laughs> I think it was about two or three months ago and we had to move. This was a walk-in box. I got okay. a, a walk-in cooler and it, it wasn't a very big one, but it had two systems um, because it was a sensitive area. It was a pharmaceutical um, area where they kept all the finished products. So it was a very, very, okay. very, very important cooler. So there's two systems and I think they're only two tons each per system. It's not a very big box. Okay. So we, we had to move these condensing units um, from, from the second floor down to the first floor and we had to run piping up above the cooler, but the cooler was up in the ceiling space and, and the beams um, were like, I don't know, maybe two feet off the top of the cooler. Yeah. And it was it was filthy up there. So you got to yeah. you got you got to shimmy up a ladder in into this little crawl space and roll around like on, on the cooler like you're Indiana Jones trying to get through that that door that's dropping down. Yeah, and it was disgusting. On, on, yeah, yeah. So we started that on a Monday, and I think we finished it um, on the Friday or maybe the Monday after. And I was dead. My body was done. Like I need to get get back to service calls. I need to. Yeah. <laughs> because service, I'll, I'll be honest with you. Service call, dispatcher calls. Okay, all right, fine. Go get a coffee. Park in front of the building. Yeah. Finish my coffee. You know what I mean? Wait, just go check the unit. Test it a bunch of times. It's so relaxing. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Go get a haircut. Stuff like that. <laughs> <Come back. laughs> oh, it's true. You know how many times I've gotten a haircut during a service call? It's amazing. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> you, you, can't, you can't do that during an install. Cause it's no, go, you're, it's go, 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 right? Yeah, exactly. No, it's true. You can, I mean, I, I definitely run errands in between calls. too. <laughs> so. so this is the second company you've worked for, right? So you've worked for yeah. two companies. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, um, commercial and you and Resi, do you do any industrial stuff at all? Um, we did when I, when I had first started with the company, we did have a big industrial contract, um, with a potato packaging farm. Okay. Um, so they, what they would do was they would, uh, um, like it was a flash cook and then a flash freeze. So they were frozen, they were fresh frozen fries. Okay. Um, but it was a massive plant that we took care of. Uh, they had a like, 1 million BTU, uh, deep fryer for the fries and then huge, a huge chiller to cool the fries down the packaging units, the packaging rooms and all the walking coolers for the produce. And it was just this massive building that we took care of. Yep. Um, every, everything was ancient in it <laughs> except for the chiller. Uh, so that was, that would, was pretty much my only industrial experience that I've had, um, and we had that contract for a little, well, for quite a while. Um, and then it just, it was, I'm not exactly too sure what happened with that. Um, but we ended up stepping away from it. It was just a bit too much for us, for our company, because we yep. were small. We were very small at the time. There was only, when I had first started, there was three technicians. So there's three of us. 
Um, and then two of them had gone on to different companies. Um, once we started moving more towards the residential, they didn't, they were, they were full commercial guys, so they didn't like the residential whatsoever. Yep. Um, so once we started moving more towards the residential, they went back to commercial companies Okay. and, uh, we kind of just dropped that contract cause it was too much for us having just two of us. And, uh, yeah. It was kind of at the time that we decided to start to step away from the commercial because it was just too much, uh, too, like I said, too much of a headache trying to receive payments for all the work we were doing. And then, you know, months later, they would fight about the bill, things like that. It was just too much. Yeah. If you don't have the the overhead to de- to deal with that, it's it can yeah. Make I was I was I was going to say if you don't have the manpower, but if you don't have the woman power. To deal yeah, with yeah. it, then I mean, there's there's no point in taking it on because you're going to get lost. Um, yeah. Yeah, you're going to get lost really really quick. I know some companies that have taken on stuff that was way too big for them. Yeah. And they just get they just get piled under a a mountain of shit. Like it just yeah. they, they they just can't deal with it. Yeah. But yeah. I, I, I like industrial too, and but only if it's a clean environment. Like because yeah. industrial is big stuff, and I like big stuff because it's so easy to work on. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I hate this little stuff where you got to like put your hands real close together and try to fiddle your yeah. fingers. <laughs> I hate, I hate stuff like that. Big stuff where you can stand up, you can pull things apart at like, you know, chest, yeah. height, chest height or waist height. You don't yeah. have to get on your knees and kneel down and get on your back. Um, I love it. We used to take care of actually, and I hated this place. Um, it was Humpty Dumpty, you know, the chip company. Oh yeah, yeah. Now I don't know if Humpty Dumpty still exists in Canada anymore. I don't know if they maybe they do in the U.S., but I think Humpty Dumpty is gone in Canada. But basically, this place made potato chips, right? Yeah. And every time you walked into the place, there was a cloud of mist in the air, and the mist—it was oil, right? Oh yeah. And the whole place stunk like dill pickle. (laughs) (laughs) And dill pickle is is the is my worst kind of chip. So it was, it was, totally, it. oh, I can't stand it, but I guess it smelled like dill pickle. Cause that was probably the strongest scent in the building. Right. Yeah. So everything you touched in that place was covered in grease, mm. everything. So the coils on the makeup air units covered in, cause all the exhaust, all the exhaust fans on the roof were exhausting. And if the wind was blowing the right way, the, coil, the coils would be covered in grease. So every yeah. year, every year we'd rent like a, uh, this uh, industrial steam cleaner and we'd use chemical. We'd use like a really um, high concentrated chemical that actually foamed out and, and removed dirt with it. And then we clean it, then we clean it with this um, uh, steam cleaner. But after like 10 years of doing this, the coils were done. Like they were finished, right? Yeah. absolutely Disintegrated. Yeah. Oh yeah. Falling apart. Fins were missing. Like you could just see tubes that were starting to disintegrate. (laughs) So, I love industrial if the place is clean. If it's not clean, I can't stand it because I yeah. I, I was really, um, I don't know, I guess I was spoiled a little bit because coming up in this trade, I did a lot of work in server rooms and server rooms are very, very clean, right? Yeah, very, yeah. very clean environment. So as soon as I stepped into a dirty environment, I'm like, what the hell is this? Yeah. You know what I mean? And that was when, it, yeah, that's the other, like, commercial doing, like, working in restaurants and things. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> I don't know about this. <laughs> I think I think restaurant work is probably 
it's got to be in the top three of worst work in HVAC. It's got to be. Yeah. It, oh, has, yeah. it has to be. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I've. It's. I. I don't know. I don't think there's one clean, clean kitchen out there. <laughs> yeah, and the, and the thing is about working in restaurants. If you ever work in one, you're never going to eat in that place ever. Oh no, never, never, never ever, ever. <laughs> I very why, rarely go out and eat now from that. <laughs> That's why I like restaurants where the kitchen is part of the dining room where you can actually see it, right? Yes, when you can, it, yeah. It's it's not hidden. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, because if it's hidden, you know it's back there. <laughs> it's not oh, yeah, it's, it's it's disgusting. So um, I don't, I don't want to keep you too long because it's getting late, but I wanted to ask you if you had any advice for any young ladies that were thinking about getting into the trade, um, what would you tell them? How would you motivate them to maybe choose a trade instead of something else? Um, well, I would say that, uh, the trades are amazing. They're, they're great for women. You can, it's, I mean, it's, it feels amazing, like a empowerment to, uh, just be able to go out and fix something. People all say, and oh, like when I show up to people's houses and they're like, oh, where's your, uh, where's your helper? Did you, uh, where's, did you drive your helper here? And I'm like, no, I'm the technician. <laughs> and they, by the time I fix it and they're like, oh, wow, thank you so much. It feels, you feel amazing. And just to be able to do that yourself is, I, it's great. I mean, to be able to say that I do, I work with the men, I can outwork them. Well, not all of them, but I have outworked some men <laughs> in my life is, I mean, you could do it no matter how, and I'm, I'm a little tiny girl. Like I am five foot one, 120 ish pounds <laughs> and I do it all. <laughs> so oh. if, if I can do it, they can do it. But you have uh, an advantage because I mean, I follow you on Instagram and yep. I've seen pictures of you at martial arts and I, let me, let me make a guess because I think that I know what it is because my sons do the same thing. Is it Brazilian jiu-jitsu that you do? Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. Cause my, my two older sons do Brazilian jiu-jitsu and they also did karate, but we just took them out of it because you could tell they weren't enjoying it. Yeah. Karate is so like boring and slow. It's yeah. And jujitsu is choreographed. Yeah. It's so, yeah, exactly. And the jujitsu and, and I'm, I'm going to be honest, when I used to watch UFC, I'm like, what the hell is this? Like these two guys yeah. are just laying on the ground all, like, I don't want to yeah. watch this. I didn't appreciate it because I didn't understand the amount of effort and work it went into what they were trying to do. Now, when I watch my two boys at jujitsu, my oldest son, he's actually, um, he's very good at the, uh, the rolling and the wrestling and the, and all that kind of stuff. When yeah. they, when they, when they do, I think it's called. I can't remember King of the Hill or King of the Mountain or whatever. When you stay in the circle, yeah. Oh, yes, yes. We we he, call it, everybody has different names. We call Shark Tank. Okay. But King of the Hill is what a lot of the other um, uh, gyms call it. So. so he gets in there and he goes through the whole class and beats them all, and then he might lose or tie the last one because he's just bagged, like he's exhausted. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So the fact that you do that to stay in shape is gonna give you longevity in the trade. Yes, yes, and you know what, I, I see that a lot um, with the trade, and I mean, I do it too uh, myself from time to time, is you just, you fall into that, I mean, you're driving all the time, you're constantly on the go, the fast food is easy and right there, um, you get home, you're exhausted, you don't want to go to the gym, like, I don't I don't want to go to the gym most of the time, but once I go to the gym and I 
get my ass kicked by everybody else, I feel better. And I come home and I feel great. And then I want to eat healthier. And it does, I mean, I'm clearer with my thinking when I'm trying to diagnose things. I can, you know, I can carry a furnace up and down the stairs, no problem with a helper. And, and I see other guys that are struggling to do that. See, that's, that's one of the, the topics that I wanted to bring up on a podcast. And I'm glad we're talking about it now because I wanted to get a nutritionist, a personal trainer, or, or someone that's both and, and talk about this and maybe come up with some sort of uh, tailored plan. Like everybody's different. Everybody's got different um, body structures and different uh, things they got to eat to stay healthy, but some some sort of tailored plan for HVAC techs that are working um, using their body some things that they can eat to stay energized. That's not fast food because I'll tell you right now, when I'm out driving around, it doesn't matter what time of day it is. If you drive by McDonald's, Burger King, whatever, there's always an HVAC truck in there. Yeah. In the the drive-thru. Every time. Right. Because they're on the road and there's a lot of overweight um, techs out there. There's a lot of overweight ones. There was a funny picture I posted a couple of weeks back, maybe a month back. It was it was four pictures. It was um, helper. It was yeah. help, helper. It was a skinny, muscular dude. Yeah. And then it was like installer, kind of like a little bit bigger, a little chub on him. Then it was like lead installer. He was chubby guy. And then it was like super tech, this big fat head. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> and, it, and, it, and it's so true. That's that's the way it is. It's true. And, and I get it. Like, I mean, I, I do understand it's just, it's the lazy way because it's easy to do. Right. I mean, we work crazy hours. We don't have a set schedule or I mean, my, my phone app changes from every 10 minutes, sometimes my calls. Um, and that's where just being prepared, healthy meal planning is huge. I mean, that's a huge thing in my house. Sundays are meal plans to get ready for the week. So I don't have to think about it. I can, you know, I can grab what I need for the day and I have it with me and I go. So if I, you know, I get a craving, I want to go get a burger. I want to go get a burger too. But if I have my lunch that's packed right there, I'm going to eat it. Yep. If, if I I was lazy that day and I didn't pack lunch, you're damn right. I'm going to go get a fucking burger. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So it's all about the mind state, right? You have to be in the mind state. Yeah. that you that you want to be healthy but if you never if you never if you never tell yourself i'm going to be healthy it's never going to happen you got to get into the mind state and then you have to you have to carry out what your mind is telling you physically yeah and it's it's the same for me like ever since i've been 19 i've always loved to work out it's very difficult for me nowadays because i got three kids um and, and it's 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 hard but yeah. i try to eat as healthy as i can and when I get into the groove of, of working out and get into a routine, I, I love it. I feel better. Yeah. Right. right? Yeah. I, I feel lighter. Like you said, I can think clearer when I wake up in the morning. I don't feel sluggish. Yeah. And, and I think everybody should educate themselves on, on health and fitness, especially in this trade so they can last. Right. Their, yeah, body, can, their, bo- their, their body can last. Yeah. Yeah, because you need. I mean, not even just in the trade. I mean, everybody needs their body. If oh yeah. You wanna, if you want to carry out, if you have family, you want to be there for your family. Yeah, exactly. And I, my son's seven. I want to be able to keep up to him when he's running around. Oh yeah, no kidding. So, but I think yeah, healthy mindset and being taking care of your body is huge. It's huge, and a lot of people don't realize just how good you can actually feel. 
Oh, you feel amazing. hundred percent. Yeah. I, I know I feel amazing when, when I get into that, to that groove of, of working out and eating healthy. It's funny because I don't know if you ever saw this post. It was a while back. Um, I was on the go, right? And I went yep. through a McDonald's drive through and I grabbed the healthiest thing possible on the menu, which was a salad. Yeah. <laughs> and I, and I posted a logo of the McDonald's, uh, <laughs> on, on Instagram. And I think I posted it on Facebook too. And I got blasted. For Everybody, me. they're like, what are you doing? Like you're sponsored by McDonald's. I'm like, guys, relax, man. <laughs> yeah. like, I was busy. I, just had lunch. <laughs> I had lunch at McDonald's. I grabbed the salad at McDonald's because it was better than grabbing a Big Mac. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I chose the health, healthiest possible thing on the menu and I got blasted. And now that effer, what's his name? Um, tiny HVAC at tiny oh, yeah. HVAC. <laughs> yeah. Every time I post something, it, he yeah. always comments Mick, Mick funny, <laughs> Mick boom. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I've yeah. seen that too. And oh. I was wondering what that was. <laughs> yeah, that, that's what it's about. Oh, that's great. It's about this McDonald's thing where everybody thought that I was, um, you love McDonald's. Yeah, that I, was, that I was bigging up McDonald's like they were my favorite restaurant. Well, all I did was grab a salad to try to be healthy. Anyway, anyway, so like good good chat, Ariel. I, I mean, yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, I appreciate you coming on. I appreciate the conversation. Um, your advice was great for females. The fact that you stay healthy um, is an example that we should all be following. And, yeah. And people, if you're listening please try to do the same because it's just going to create longevity for you. But um, I won't keep you have a good night. Um, Stay healthy, take care of your boy and I'll see you on Instagram. I'm doing some more HVAC stuff. Awesome. Thanks. Okay. Have a good night. Okay. You too. See you later. Bye. Bye. So how'd you like that conversation, boys and girls? You can tell through that conversation that Ariel has a lot of passion for what she does, and she's obviously got a lot of drive to become an HVAC, licensed HVAC tech, leaving her son for a couple of months to go away and train. Come on, that's awesome. All right, you got to give it up for the girl. So what we hit on at the end of that conversation is something that we've talked about a lot Um Maybe not a lot, but it's been brought up a fair amount about nutrition in the world of HVAC and how nutrition and how exercise and diet is going to help you last longer in this trade, give you longevity. It's very, very important, guys. Very important. So if you're one of those guys that gets a Big Mac or a Whopper every day for lunch, I mean, you got to rethink that position. Because what's it doing to you? It's just, it's just breaking you down slowly. You don't know it, but 10 years will go by and you'll feel like shit. You know what I mean? Why do I feel like shit? Well, look at your diet. Look, what, look at what you're eating. All right? You're, you're gaining all this extra weight that you don't need to be carrying around. Slim down. And I know sometimes that's tough for some people. It is. And I've seen a lot of people struggle in my life with losing weight. They really, really wanted to, but they struggled with it. The right thing to do is get into the, the, the proper mindset 
you have to want to do it for yourself. If you don't want to do it, you'll never do it. Get into that proper mindset that you want to be healthy because when you're healthy and we discussed that, you feel great. You feel, you feel, you don't have that foggy mind, right? You feel lighter on your toes. You don't feel groggy when you wake up in the morning. You want to get up and you want to tackle, you want to tackle life. You want to tackle the world. You feel great. Trust me. I've been in that place myself and Ariel's obviously still in that place. So get on top of your nutrition, your diet and be a healthy HVAC tech, not just a good skilled HVAC tech, but be a healthy one too, because you'll be a better person for it. Trust me. So guys, that's the podcast for today. Enjoy your Labor Day weekend. And I got to thank Ariel again for hopping on the podcast. I really appreciate it. You guys have an awesome day, awesome weekend. Happy HVACing.